Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, there's nobody we'd rather have on right now than the guy that Joe Castiglione bizarrely calls Johnny Leverage. That's the tip of the hat because I because Joe is up for going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So I'll give him that ridiculous nickname because he keeps latching onto it. But everyone knows him as Eight Mile. John Schreiber, uh, how are you? Good. How you doing? Good. So the uh, of course the play Tessie guys are here. Just so everyone understands your your voice, Sammy, say hello. Hello, hello. And Pat, your traps have never looked better. Say hello. Hello. So it's like you got the, like the neck roll now. Like, like your your traps are lacquer. When you do, let me ask you this: of this group, who played football in high school? Just you, Pat. Yep. John, you Long snapper, freshman football. Uh, well, I guess I played freshman year, but I quit after okay. that. And Sammy, yeah. you didn't play? No, did not. All right. 
So in the in the pictures, and maybe you do this, John, like when you do the like the pictures for whatever the program, you always do like the the trap pop, right? <laughs> right? You know what Not I mean? me. <laughs> no. No. You don't do that? No, I just try and not look ugly. So <laughs> well, you do a fine job. I mean, Pat, you definitely did it, right? You do like the, you know, the trap pop. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But see, you can do it though, because I my days of doing that have come so far and gone because if you do that, it doesn't show anything but the five chins. It's like <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, that's why I got this beard. <laughs> I do have a picture of you, John. Like in when you when was that? At the end of uh, 2022, when you shaved? Is that yeah, right? I had like a yeah. I don't know what was going on. I had like a mental breakdown. I think <laughs> for that for that month, it was. I, <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, obviously, everybody like, was telling me, "Don't do that again." <laughs> Who, wait, who told you did so? All you had was the mustache, right? Yeah, just the mas- just the mustache. My wife likes the beard, so she don't like when I shave. But oh. yeah, go. I'm you sorry, we lost you a second. Go ahead. I said uh, I've also been told I look Amish with my beard, so I'm at like <laughs> a crossroads. Whether you know, go with the mustache or keep the beard growing and be Amish. There's nothing wrong with being Amish because they make. No, there's the, not. There's not. They make some of the best furniture around, amongst other things. So, uh, yes. So, but I, I think that I think that if you grow a beard, like right now, you have an aggressive beard. This is like one of the most aggressive beards that you probably have had, right? Correct. Yeah, just coming from exhaustion from uh, <laughs> being home and uh, raising the kid and. You know, enjoying some family time and all that. So <laughs> it's funny. You have to go through. Yeah, man. I just uh, I'm coming from exhaustion, raising the kid. Oh, but no, but some good family time. Some good family time. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It's all worth it. It's, all it's the best time. It's so. It's not. We aren't going to classify the beard as you've given up. It's more of just <laughs> like that. You're enjoying your family time so much. Hello. Yeah, I got. I said so. Yeah, so it's not that you've given up; it's you're enjoying family time so much, right? Yeah. Yep. Just don't have as much free time as as I used to now. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, these guys have some questions and some comments and everything else, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. Uh you went to Drive Line. Yeah. Correct. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you you posted a. First of all, here's what I want to know: Who else was there? Because I just had someone on the podcast say that a lot of the Japanese pitchers go there, like under the 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 darkness of night, like they don't want anyone to know that. Was there any Japanese pitchers there? Um, not not that I know of. Uh, uh, it was kind of just. I was kind of the only uh, pro guy there at the time. I just missed a wave like a week before, I guess. I forgot who was in. Um, But guys trickle in and out all the time over there. Um, So I plan on going back over there in December for 
four or five days um just get some more work in and uh yeah okay so there was nobody with the last name that rhymes with the shimamamoto <laughs> no 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 all right just checking <laughs> um so you had this is we're getting right into the weeds fellas we're getting right into the pitching weeds you posted said you, the, the one of the driveline instructors here is john schreiber learning the cutter or a cutter right so yeah, yeah. so take us behind the scenes about the magical pitch which you learned when going in driveline that is all of a sudden going to make what is already a really good pitcher into an uh, an even better pitcher tell us about this magical pitch that you learned <laughs> yeah i mean uh just with the arsenal i had if you look at like the analytical side of my pitches and movement shapes and all that um there's like this little gap in my uh profiles you know, that I could have a pitch be in there, um, you know, with my two seam, four seam and slider and change up. And, uh, you know, that cutter kind of fills the gap, um, you know, kind of builds that bridge uh, that I guess you could say, um, you know, I don't want to say it's a missing piece, but I, I think it's going to be um, a good pitch to have, um, you know, especially if I have good control and command and movement of it. Um, you know, just something else I can go to if, you know, the slider's not working that day or, um, you know, two seam or four seams not working. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it's got some pretty good movement profiles on it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what I can do with it this year. What was a contraption that when you go to driveline, like, it's like great to say, Hey, you went to driveline and all automatic automatically that gives you street cred. Like it's, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have like a t-shirt that I went to driveline, but what was the thing having been there? What was the thing that you, you do there that's like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. Um, so I know, I know like organizations are starting to do this more often too. They put you up to the biometrics, um, you know, miles and stuff, but you know, I went to driveline and they have that as well. Um, and they hook you up to all the sensors and stuff like that. Um, so it was cool seeing, um, you know, that part of it, um, and just getting a breakdown of each body part, you know, going through my mechanics, mechanics that I can improve, um, going into next season. Um, so, um, obviously I've never worked with weighted balls either. So I was, I was, uh, you know, interested to see how that's going to go this off season and it's been going really well. And, uh, you know, I've always been hesitant with using them just cause I'm a sidearm guy and, you know, don't really know how that would affect me, um, whether um, injury prevention or, um, you know, stress load on the arm with the arm angle. So, but so far it's been good. Um, I've been feeling really good this off season. Um, probably the best I've felt, one of the better off seasons that I've felt um, this off season. So I'm pretty excited. All right. Best shape of our live season already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw that in there too. Oh, man. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, fellas. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, <laughs> February, Fort Myers. I got to check it off. One for one. <laughs> best shape of his life. Yep, yep. <laughs> Let's go. All right, all right, guys, go ahead. Sammy, Sammy, you can go first. What do you got? Yeah, so, John, believe it or not, I'm not a professional baseball player, in case you couldn't tell. So I wanted to know, like, when you go into driveline, you have a resume already as a major leaguer. Do they already have an idea of what they're going to work with? Or do you kind of go in there, throw a bullpen, and they go, okay, we see this, this, and that? Just how's the process work? 
Uh, I think it's just a little bit of both. Um, obviously, when you go there, they're obviously going to do their homework on you um, and know that, you know, they know what which major leaguer is coming in. So they have videos um, on mechanics and stuff and just being up to the, um, you know, sensors, um, you know, they kind of break down and explain to you, you know, what what area that I can improve on um, going forward this offseason with their – you know, weighted ball program or in the weight room just to open more things up and um, to produce more velocity or movement or whatever it is. So, um, but yeah, I think they do just a little bit of both of it. Awesome. And we spoke about you learning the cutter when you're in a game situation. Now you have this new weapon. Is there a little bit of, you know, are you anticipating nerves to break out the new pitch? Because it's not like you're doing it in triple a where you test stuff out, you'll be doing it at the major league level. So What's the nerve factor there? Um, you know, I'm not too nervous about it. Um, you know, every pitch feels different, obviously, when you're throwing it and just from the release point. Um, and just when we were trying to learn it um, in the bullpen that I threw, uh, it only took me like two pitches to get it down. Um, and it felt really comfortable. Um, you know, I've been playing catch, you know, almost five, six days a week. Um just throwing a few of them just to make sure I don't lose it. Um, but it's been feeling good. Um, so I'm pretty excited. It's been working good in bullpens um, or the one one bullpen that I've thrown, one or two bullpens that I've thrown. So, uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm just excited about it, see what I, what I can do with it um, this season. So uh, Gordo has joined us, another guy, another one from the Play Tessie group. And Gordo, just to uh, ra- uh, summarize what you missed, that John Schreiber is in the best shape of his life. Um, he, uh, he's been confused with an Amish person at least uh, once this offseason. We're just going to say that happened. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Was there anything else that we missed? We missed uh, – Fellas, never shaving again. Why not? Never... Why not buck the trend? Why not buck the trend and be like, "I haven't worked out at all. I'm in terrible shape. We'll see how oh. it goes." Yeah, yeah that'll play over well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Off yeah. the media would love that. <laughs> yeah. The, the the new oh, so that reminds me. Before Pat and Gordo, before I get to you, that reminds me because this stuff just comes in my head. Um, did you have you gotten a call from you talk to uh, your fellow relief pitcher, your pitching brethren? This happens to be your big boss now, Craig Breslow. Have you talked to him? <laughs> uh, yeah, he shot me a text, um, you know, when he got hired, like a week after he got hired, um, just to introduce himself and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure we're all going to get on a phone call with him eventually. He's got a lot to deal with this offseason, and he's got to reach out to a lot of people. So, um, But, yeah, he reached out and uh, shot a text out to me, and, yeah. I mean, I think that if you were hoping for anything, when you they were going through that search, a lot of good candidates, but you said, please get the relief pitcher. Please, please get the relief pitcher, right? That's what you said. <laughs> they don't, yeah. nobody, under, nobody understands what we go through unless you're a relief pitcher. Yeah, he's been through the gauntlet, you know? Yeah, been through the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been in the press release. Like Breslow, dot dot dot, who has been through the gauntlet, dot dot dot. Yeah. Uh all right, Pat, what do you got? All right, mine's multifactorial. I got two, I guess. I don't know if that's a word, but go <laughs> ahead. That's a big word. 
Um, so when you went to driveline, I'm kind of a motion analytics nerd, admittedly. Did you, so I know there's a couple different ones. There's like on base you, there's driveline, driveline's more pitcher centric. Did you use like the K vest at driveline? Um, or was it more no. like just the motion analysis tracker dots? Just the tracker dots. The tracker dots. Yep. So then my second question is, and based on you going to driveline, talking about pitch shape and those things. So obviously there's going to be a new pitching coach this year. What approach do you appreciate more in a sense? The more like traditional fundamental of mechanics, release point, et cetera, or do you appreciate someone who intakes the analytics and works? All right, maybe we mix in the repertoire this way for this guy, or do you appreciate kind of the combination of the both bringing in both? Um, I think in today's, you know, game, you have to do a little bit of both, but I, I kind of appreciate more of like the mechanical side and like old school kind of, um, teaching, um, just like hands-on kind of stuff. And, um, you know, that kind of resonates with me more. Um, I'm able to like memorize that stuff more than I am, you know, looking at data and analytics and stuff like that. So, um, just more, I'm more of like a feel, um, kind of learner when it comes to pitching so what was the thing last year that like went right and what went wrong for you um you know i think i think my change up uh came along a little bit better this past season um you know slider probably could have been a little bit better as uh command of it was a little bit worse than the year prior so the analytics um, getting, did not, not to interrupt, but did when they when they started like showing you the numbers because that's what they do. They give you the piece of paper. Here's the vert. Here's the vert. Here's the vert. Here's the here's yeah. The- all the all the movement shapes were were fine uh, last season. Um, I think change up improved a little bit more. Um, but like I said, I think just the command of the slider kind of hurt me last year. Um, and then obviously um, being injured being out for two months. Um, I think that, you know, I was hoping to come back and start off where I left off before I got injured and that wasn't the case. And so that kind of gets frustrating on the mental side. And then you're just trying to come back and do more and get back to where you needed to be and help out the team. Um, But, you know, that's just part of the learning process. That was my first time being on the IL. So um, that was a learning experience for me, Um, you know, going forward and, how I can approach that, you know, God forbid I get injured again, you know, in the future. But if I happen to, you know, I think I can do more things, you know, that can help me more coming back off the injury. So plus, plus you had a, a little kid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even like saying like, Hey, like I have to check off this box of like, uh, once again, we have to mention it's your son, son, right? Son. You told me. Yeah. My, my son, uh, Charlie. Charlie, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I am not contractually obligated to mention Charlie every five minutes, but this is, <laughs> this is like we, we are fellas, like we all are all about the human beings, right? So it's it's you're going through all this stuff, and you got little Charlie, and you have to you have to really like circle the the games in Detroit to say, oh man, this is this is the best. This is this is the time where I parent, and then the other t- other time I just have to parent from afar. Going through being a parent for the first time is hard enough, but doing it while right. you're dealing with everything you just said 
It's hard. I'm building you up right now, by the way. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. So, but it was, but again, it was a crazy year. That was my, that's my point. Yeah. It, it was definitely a crazy year. Um, you know, he was born um, middle of January and then spring training, you know, it was three or four weeks starting up after that. So it was really hard um, leaving my wife and son, uh, you know, to go down to spring training. And then, um, you know, it's already hard enough to get them out to Boston whenever the season started. So, um, you know, she just stayed home, took care of Charlie and, you know, she's a saint. <laughs> I mean, moms are the best. I don't know how they do it, but they're the best. <laughs> we'll clip that and you'll be like, let's, oh my, that'll go a long, long way. Excellent job. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, listen, I mean, it's, it, it was, a, it was a long year. I get it. Congratulations for getting through it. Uh, Gordo, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, good to meet you, John, by the way. Um, yeah, I want to go too. back to the driveline thing. Cause it, that the driveline is so interesting to me. I'm curious and tell me to shut up if you guys already talked about this. Uh, but was this your first time going to driveline? And if so, how did it come together? Like, did the team <clears throat> approach you about it? Did you approach them about it? Or do you just kind of go on your own? Uh, yeah, this is my first time going to driveline. Um, you know, I kind of, I kind of approached this on my own. Um, I feel like, you know, in professional sports, it's like, you're always trying to find something, you know, what people are doing, you know, that are making them better or finding an edge somehow. Um, so it's, it's just like something I thought could help me out going forward. Um, you know, just to better my, you know, my pitching and, uh, you know, I think going there already has been beneficial just because of the cutter I learned um, and just kind of the, you know, program, throwing program they have going on for me with the weighted balls and stuff. Because um, like I said, um, you know, my arm feels really good this offseason and I'm, I'm just excited to see if I'll have any gains going into spring training and when the season starts. So, um, but yeah. That it, Gordo? <laughs> yeah. Um, driveline wise, that's it. Uh, I guess I, I could ask another one. Um, you, you may, so obviously there's no, there's yeah. no quote on no, that. Go ahead. No, I, I appreciate that, Rob. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so like new front office, new hire, I'm curious, has there been any sort of different messaging since Breslow was hired or is it just kind of the introduction kind of waiting for, you know, the pitching program to be set in place? I know. I don't think that Andrew Bailey hire is actually official yet. So I, I bet you haven't heard anything there, but like, has the messaging from the team been any different since Breslow was hired or sort of just as well? Um, kind of just introduction so far. Um, you know, it's, it's still early in the off season right now. Um, but I know for one thing, it's like for players, you know, our goal is set on, you know, playoffs for next year and going to the world series. So, I mean, I, I think that's on everybody's mind uh, from a player and staff. Um, you know, that's the only thing we're thinking about right now. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, fans want to know what pieces are going to be added or subtracted and all that kind of stuff. But like I said, the only thing that's out of our mind and players and staff wise is, you know, we want to get to the world series. So. Can I, I'm going to ask you a favor. I'm going to ask you to look into the camera and say, this is John Schreiber. I'm in the best shape of my life. Okay, I'll try and do that. I'll try and do that without laughing. All right, it's all right. I I believe in you. Go ahead. 
Hi, my name's John Schreiber, and I'm in the best shape of my life this offseason. See, that's what Love we're it. talking about. That was good. This Believable. Is, it helps, right? It helps people get excited for the season. Little things like that, right? Correct, guys? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Rob, I, I have a question kind of like in that same realm. So, John, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Red Sox fans love when you do the Schreiber scream after you get yeah. out of camera, get a big strikeout. <laughs> to the best of your ability, can you just tell us what that feels like to be on a major league mound and let out a shout like that? <clears throat> uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, for me, it's the best feeling in the world. It's like you have this adrenaline rush and like, you're not really trying to show up anybody and it just like, just comes out and you're not really trying to do it. Just, you're just so excited. You have so much adrenaline. And when you're out there on the mound, you're, you know, you're pitching your ass off, throwing max effort and you're trying to get these guys out who are also the best in the game. And it's, you know, it's, it's very hard. And so you have all that adrenaline and excitement and it's, you just let it all out, I guess, <laughs> when you're not trying to do that. So. Is, there, is there another, is there another, I was trying to think like, would there be another walk or facet of your life where you're like, you're like, yes. Like all I can think of is, oh, maybe you get together with your buddies on Thanksgiving for your, like the touch football game or something. Yeah. And you score, or maybe it's, Maybe it's you're playing one of those silly games in the bullpen, like flipping seeds or something, and you're like, <laughs> "Eat it, Kenley." <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the delivery room with my wife, <laughs> I scream out, <laughs> and the nurses are like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I'm just excited." <laughs> just the adrenaline, baby. Like, I, can't even, I mean, I don't want to get. <laughs> so, Charlie. Charlie comes into this world. Yes. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just screaming. He's screaming, I'm screaming and it's just we're synced up. Full <laughs> uniform. Yeah. Full, in the, full uniform. He's like you're my dad. Full scrubs. And and, and and you're and you're taunting the doctor said, "That was all me. That was all yeah, me." Yeah. 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 <laughs> taunting your doing, doing a fist pump. Yeah. Babies in like the glove. I, like, He's just like I did anything in the delivery room besides <laughs> nap on a couch. <laughs> well, well, listen, it's 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 uh, it's about picking your spot. So excellent job. Uh, um, uh, yeah, we've had it, it's that was the second best uh, birthing talk that we've had after Zach Kelly going into the, the deep dive after his. Oh man, he would. Jemai Webster, yeah, like Jemai Webster, like had a fifteen-minute like instructional like this. Well, asking him, it was like, what are you doing, Jemai? Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you oh, doing? Gosh. It's like the baby was born. Don't get into the details. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so congratulations are in order because uh, so you said February, Charlie was born. Was that right? Uh, J- January. Jan- perfect. Okay. So by the time Charlie has his birthday, you will be able to have a birthday. It might be a combo party because a, a birthday party slash I'm making a million dollars in one year, my life party. <laughs> I find this fascinating. I, I'm the, I've said this. I remember when this is how long ago this was when the Godfather, Joe Kelly made a million dollars for the first time. I said, what's it like to make a million dollars? And listen, you're going to be modest or whatever. Don't be modest. This is, you earn this right. 
and this is they offered you tendered your contract. This is what happens. You're arbitration eligible for the first time, correct? Yes. This okay. is my first year of arbitration. Okay. Your guys, your agents didn't tell me to say this, um, although they were very complimentary of you at the GM meeting. <laughs> um, but this is a this is a hallmark, this is gonna be a hallmark moment. And don't don't I get it. Like, okay, I just love playing the game of baseball. But this is a hallmark moment. Like, this is it. You've earned this right. <laughs> You're going to make a million dollars. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in a blue collar family. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, I, like I said, you told me not to say it, but I just love playing this game. So, but that's all I can say. So. <laughs> You're making a million dollars. Anybody on this? Anybody else? You guys? Any of the play Tessie guys make a million dollars? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I download bonuses. Yet, I plan on it. Download yeah. bonuses. It's, it's in the works, Rob. You know how oh, much Lord. well-made Amish furniture you could buy with a million dollars? I know. Hey, we buy Amish furniture. It's good quality. Let I, me tell you. Science would suggest that a million dollars goes a lot further when you make your own furniture. So there you go. <laughs> but have you, what was the most extravagant thing? It's not like you like were working for minimum wage, so you've made money. But what was the, what was the most extravagant thing you've ever bought with, you know, maybe it's like, you know, hey, I'm going to treat myself. Anything? Um, probably just a watch, you know. That's a about watch? it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Saving it all for the Charlie's College Fund, huh? I am, yeah. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> oh, no, I know you are. You're responsible. You're a good dad. You're a good husband. You're you're a good and teammate. For, and for future future kids as well. So, ooh, oh, is this breaking news? No, no, no it's not no. breaking news. <laughs> but, but but we definitely want more kids. So, all right. All right. yeah, applying pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just applying the pressure, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's a here's a spoiler alert if you want that to happen don't shave your beard so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said i gotta it. look good for family pictures coming up though oh, so i gotta i gotta, I gotta, gotta schedule a barber this shop. is this is Maybe i'll do a goatee i think Ooh. oh really just leave the length and just shave the sides oh okay. that looks you, you should know? put an elastic band in it oh no braid no it. chance you know so braid like a brave, no, no, no. You should consider yourself lucky. I'm going to put my face up close. This is like four weeks of not shaving. Like that's, that's not coming. To, that's coming to nice score now. Is, is, is it nice? Like, come on! I got nothing. I've got like you a do, beard. Just do one of those uh, like Turkish uh, hair implants things. You know what I mean? This is just do it on your face. Take it off your back and put it on your chin. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is actually, we planned the podcast in advance. We were talking about uh, Turkish hair implants and Amish furniture. We were like, this is the way we want the show to go. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was all planned. Yeah. I was going to have the agenda. I was going to say, uh, I, I didn't want to break this to you, but we are in negotiations for the Turkish hair implant um, company <laughs> yeah. to, sponsor this, to sponsor this podcast. It's all yeah, in the plan. You can now play the ad right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've come a long way in your podcast skills, you know? <laughs> and we're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> 
That'd be so awesome. The Turkish hair plant, the first picture is Gordo. It's like, this is before the Turkish hair plant. And then just a picture of John yeah. Schreiber on the other side. It's like, this is the same guy. <laughs> if you don't think that's happening, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. And you see all those you see all those videos where like people who got it on the top of their head, you know, it's like bleeding and swollen. Then you'll yeah. show a picture of him and it's just whole face is like bleeding. <laughs> Very natural process. Just swollen, yeah. <laughs> looks looks it sounds comfortable to do that. Gordo, all of a sudden your lack of the lack of an ability to grow a beard has has led us to give you the image of a bleeding swollen face. <laughs> I'll try anything. Let's go. Bring the blood. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh your your uh your experience of being on the radio and being on podcasts, which by the way, if nothing else, you're not only you you John set a record. You have become the only person in spring training, maybe in the history of baseball, who came up to the booth. I think it took you about what? Less than five minutes, right? Oh, yeah, like right after I pitched. You, so you pitched. Yeah. And, and you, you're you like, how'd you fi- feel? I'm like, I feel great. You, you got the. Fi- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You lied. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, probably. You, you, you. You 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 closed out the game, and then five minutes later you came up. I was doing the show up in the broadcast booth, and you came up and ran up to the broadcast booth. It wasn't like an on-field interview. No, you ran up to the broadcast booth, and I can appreciate this. This isn't an insult, but you you came up and you obviously you obviously hadn't hadn't showered, so there was a lot of flies. In- <laughs> yeah, we probably we probably could have just done a play by play, you know, just put a mic on. Well, I feel like <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I do. What I want to say is, I appreciate it. Like nobody else would do that. Like that shows a commitment <laughs> to your craft. And I'm not talking about pitching. I'm talking about broadcasting. I'm talking about letting the fans inside. What it. Because the adrenaline was coursing through your veins. If we put a heart rate monitor on you right then, it would be like yeah, one eight pouring out. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Anyway, so another thing that you have uh, routinely done, and I think uh, Sammy wanted to talk to you about this, is your music. <laughs> your- oh, yeah. I just want to know what's the plan. Because last year was Mud Shovel, if I'm not mistaken. That was weird. uh what was last year's? Well, we 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 started we we tried to do mud shovel, but I don't know what you did. I thought you did wow. war pigs. Oh, I did war pigs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either way, great choices. I just wanted to see if we could get a sneak peek into what's uh, coming up for twenty twenty four because those are oh, man bangers. I've been you know I've been thinking about it already. I don't. It's either going to be war pigs again, or I'm gonna I got to find two more songs that I can you know, choose between three. So, uh, um, you know, I posted something on Instagram the other day. Uh, I had Beastie Boys playing. So mm-hmm. maybe Beastie Boys. Um, and then probably find another rock song or something, old school rock song. Who, who was the best? Who We we tried to basically give you guys, lead you to water, doing you and Zach and some others, Kenley. Try to give you the the best walk in music. Who had the best of the bunch at the end uh, of the day? 
for you guys? I think I did. For you sure. Did? All right. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. no that's I the mean, right answer. That's the right I, answer. I can't, I can't remember, you know, most of the songs, um, you know, because after a while, you know, it's 162 games. So it all just like you zone all uh, all that music out and crowd noise in and you're just focusing on the game. So, um, but yeah, I, I can't remember. That's, who else that's had a really right. good one. Do you, do you like the lights or does it give you seizures? The new lights. Yeah. Um, so there is a play that happened in a day game last season. Uh, it was a bunt and it was popped up straight to me and I was running towards it on the third baseline and I dropped it and nobody wanted to believe me that I got blinded by the light when I was looking up at the ball. So I was just praying that I could basket catch it. And I just looked like an idiot. <laughs> and I remember, I remember so, that play. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I was pretty upset about that because that was one of the easiest plays ever. And then I just went blind. So but that was because of the new school lights. If there was the old school lights, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, <laughs> Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But do you like? But we, I, 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 mean, you, I, I there's some well, plays that people lose the ball in the lights or the sun. So I, I mean, thought I you were going to say. Those, I thought you were going to say, and I was trying to remember that. So like, I'm talking about like the flashing, the LED lights, the home runs, and everything else. And so I, well, I, I, thought, I, I like, thought you were talking about like the quality. Well, that too. But no, that too. I mean, it's we have to paint the entire picture. But yeah, I mean, but I, I liked thought, it. The, I thought you were going to say, like, they the started end. flashing the lights when you went to chase with a pop-up. I'm like, I don't remember that. No, they, they started doing that in AAA in, like, 21 or something. Or, yeah, in 21. And I think Worcester had them. And I was like, what is going on? And it's just going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's pretty cool as a fan, I have to say. I was a little skeptical at first, but the first time I saw it, it I think it was Kenley coming out for a save. Yeah. Pretty cool. pretty cool to see Fenway like that, especially when, like, for us, we've all been going to Fenway for, like, yeah. For, Listen, so they skip, need good. Right. You need to, you need to have, like, I, the one that springs to mind for me is Romano in Toronto. And I know mm-hmm. that there's Timmy Trumpets and the, but there has to be, like, you have to turn down the lights. You have to, like, have the whole thing. You should do it for every relief pitcher, but yeah, you got to yeah. create excitement, you know. Right, exactly, exactly, and that's what you do. That, that you're you know, you're the part. Reli- the relievers part. are people too. <laughs> that's why we. That's listen. That's why we have you on, on. because you're you're you're, <laughs> you're you're because we you are representing. Like, uh, I know it's like I told you. It's like we're constantly in the gauntlet, man. Relievers are people too. We we talked to Zach Kelly about this, how the like Red Sox hit a home run and they point to the dugout, but they never point to the bullpen. And Zach was saying <laughs> you guys feel left out sometimes and we're 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 advocating for you. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, we're what, four hundred feet away from everybody. It's it's Long a new time. era. It's a new era. Hey, let me ask you this. What because this is all, we're contractually obligated since you throw a baseball and you play in the yeah. major leagues. The pitch clock. Okay. So Matt Strom, if he was sitting in that seat right now, would give a very pointed opinion of this. Yeah. You know that because you play with him, right? <laughs> so you don't Strom's have to have man. the same you don't have to have the same opinion, 
but <clears throat> I want your take. And I understand, like, like if for baseball, it's it's easy to watch, right? It's easier to watch. We get, we we get past that, right? But for the pitcher's perspective, whether it's you you work pretty quick anyway, so I don't think it's that. But injuries, you know, slowing down rallies. Like, what was your takeaway from it? Um, you know, I was fine with it last year. Um, cause like you said, I work pretty quick, so I'm used to, you know, getting the ball out of my hands, um, you know, every pitch in a timely matter. So, um, that, I don't think that was an issue for me. I think more so, I think it becomes more of an issue for starters just because, you know, they're out there for five, six innings at a time. Um, you know, but for me, it's like, you know, I'm trying to work quick out there and, um, you know, I'm only out there for one inning. So I'll be like, I'm going to have some energy out there, you know, starters fourth, fifth inning, you know, they start to get a little bit gassed. Um, so I think that pitch clock comes into effect. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, you know, I think it puts me at an advantage because, you know, I, I know how to work with it and, uh, you know, don't get frustrated with it. So yeah, and the, and the hitters. If I, I, this is a thing, is that hitters get on their heels, right? It works both ways. For a right. pitcher, if you're going bad, you want to walk around the mound. You aren't able to reel that in. And sometimes and, you know, we we all learn some you know new ways to you know get some time. Um, yeah, you throw so the ball. Whether, 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 whether that's you know throw a pitch, walk back to the mound, take a one or two breaths, then ask for a ball. Then the clock starts. Um, you know, just certain things you can do extra just to buy you more, more time out there. So, I mean, yeah, there's going to be maybe one to th- one to five times, maybe, um, five is pushing it, but you know, one to five times, maybe that you need to breather. Um, and usually as a reliever that comes, you know, when you're throwing 25 pitch inning, so <laughs> But and you're already struggling, so you obviously need a breath to settle down. So, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, again, I'm not a major league pitcher, so I don't know what it's like. It's going to surprise you, but it also it also justifies <laughs> it also justifies those stupid sprints you do in the backfields of spring training. You know, <laughs> I swear, like you guys, These knees aren't getting any younger. So <laughs> I, I know. I mean, but, but so you guys do this these sprints like constantly and pulling slack, like, like all this stuff in spring training, right? Constantly doing sprints. We got to get ready. We got to get I ready. I understand that, but you know what? Throw a baseball. Like it's just, it's. Uh, you don't get yeah. in the best shape of your life for the season by not pulling sleds. I mean, or running if, sprints. We've already established this. You're not, you've, all you have to do is maintain. You've reached full, <laughs> you reach full muscle capacity. All you're doing is maintaining now. So, guys, you have anything else? What's going on? Anything else? Rob, no, you're, no. you're asking this guy to stare into the camera and say that he's in the best shape of his life, and now you're telling him not to run sprints and pull right. sleds. because you don't want to ruin it. Like, it's a cap? <laughs> you, you, you're treating hey, like this fitness cap. <laughs> hey, let me let me tell you a story. Everyone gather around. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Here All we right? go. <laughs> 2000, 2012, a guy named Andrew Bailey. You may have heard of him, Okay. Bobby Valentine and crew, all of a sudden, they want to do fitness tests. Now, John, you do fitness tests to measure things, right? Yeah. Right. 
But in this fitness test, they wanted him to do vertical jump. Like, why would you need as a pitcher to know what your vertical jump is? Do you do vertical jump? Yeah, sometimes. What's your vertical jump? For the, for the test. I don't know. I don't look yeah, at it. Yeah, so I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm always nervous to look at it. <laughs> here's, here's, well, here's, it probably says male peak performance. That's probably what it says. <laughs> it's, so this may be the first uh, one of the first things that they integrate and change because of this experience with Andrew Bailey, which was he did the vertical jump and he strained his lat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. Of course, no way. Like, like you're out. You can't pitch because you you strain your lap because you have to figure out like what your vertical jump is. That's the extreme example of what I'm talking about. So Gordo, put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, all right. I got you, Rob. Pat, Pat, Pat. Listen. So Pat's our doctor here. Wouldn't the vertical jump be you know to test like pushing off of the mound, right? Yeah, you're probably better off doing like a lateral jump. Thank you. It's a power move. It's a one <laughs> one rep max. It's a power move, but I feel like for pitching, it's probably more applicable to a lateral bound or a lateral jump. Are you a doctor? Better. Are you a doctor now, Pat? Pat, are you a so, doctor? Pretty much, yeah. So I've wrapped classes uh, last week. So classes done forever. All set with that. Just got a clinicals doctor in May. Are you going to be able to write a paper on John Schreiber, the man who's reached full muscle capacity and peak performance before spring training? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have like a research article, male peak performance. Uh, we're talking Amish, beard, <laughs> best shape of life. It's going to be, honestly, it's probably just going to be John Schreiber's training regime and diet. Yep. And we, we try that out to... The NBA, the NFL, the MLB, the NHL, and we just have a billion John Schreibers out there. <laughs> how's your, It'd how's, be great. It'd be awesome. Sp- this the sports world would be a better place. I'll tell you that right now. How's your diet? That's the only thing. That's the only bridge we haven't crossed. It's been good. You know. All right. You know, big chicken, big chicken, diet. broccoli, and rice. All right. So, which obviously is a natural segue. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Are you you strike me? Are you in Michigan? Yeah. Okay. I'm crushing on Thanksgiving. I'm okay. That right now. <laughs> you strike me as someone who has invested in a deep fried turkey thing. No, no, never. I don't think I've had deep fried turkey. Okay. Hey, Rob. Right. Rob. What? Andrew yeah. Bailey's official. Just want to break that right now. Red Sox right. just. In- Congratulations on your new pitching. Hey, so now John, you can John, you can admit that Andrew Bailey has reached out to you. Yeah, (laughs) just now. It's been two minutes. He hasn't reached out yet. What's going on? He wanted to make sure he reached out to me first. There you go. Yeah, just texted me. Stretch those calves. We're doing lateral jumps. (laughs) (laughs) He's been hired for literally two minutes. Doing high jumps, no arms. All right. So what what are you what are you doing at Thanksgiving? What's going on? Uh just you know, going to my parents' house, going to uh, you know, my wife's parents' house, um, just hanging out, having some good food, good family fun, all that. Are you are you dressing up Charlie? Like um turkey outfit or something? No, not a turkey, turkey outfit. One but he's he's probably gonna be dressed up in like a sweater or something. All right. All right. Guys, what are you doing? What's go? What's the power ranking of Thanksgiving food? Sammy, you first. So I'm I'm with my girlfriend's family this year, but generally my family 
along with turkey, does steak, which I love. So not really a Thanksgiving food, but like nothing beats steak. That's the best food in the world. So I'm I'm gonna not answer, and that's my answer. Steak. I like how you think outside the box. And by the way, you're in Wisconsin, which yeah. in my book, you're basically right next door to where John is right now in Michigan. So let it be said, let it be done. Yes. Uh Pat, what do you got for power rankings for food? This is a controversial one. Throwing it out there right now. I think I could literally eat eight cans of cranberry sauce. Oh, get out of here. Why no. Why is that easy? So much? Like, easy. Yeah. I'm not yeah, a big the, turkey the, guy. Isn't that just like guy. cranberry jello? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the ocean spray and like the tin can. Oh, oh man. Dude, when you t- it comes I mean, out of the can and the, the, the ribbing of the can is still it on. ribs and then it like jiggles oh. and I just stab a fork in it. Oh, oh. You got that's your what the we need to talk yeah that's, that's, awful. that's tough pat that's, <laughs> that's tough oh, should love guys oh. appreciate it uh <laughs> is that how you build those I, straps I, on, just on cranberry I, i'm re, i'm i'm rethinking your education hey uh, he's a doctor man he's a doctor yeah. that's just true maybe i gotta try ripping a page oh, what, what it, were the nutrition facts of canned cranberry oh you do not want to know that grams <laughs> <laughs> of added sugar yeah red 40 yeah red 40 whatever no actual, ramen noodles yeah no cranberry in it either it's all <laughs> something yeah. else oh. Gordon, what do you got <laughs> i'm all about the sides i don't like turkey I just load yeah. my plate up with carbs. So I just go like mac and cheese and like oh. mashed potatoes. And like I'll throw some beans on there so I can like say I'm being healthy. But like that, I'm really just going for the mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Like mm. eat as if 90% of what I eat is that before dessert, like I'm doing my job. That'll put some hair on your chin, Gordo. You sure about that, Pat? <laughs> it hasn't worked in the last 20 years I've done it. Well, that's only because you haven't had the Turkish hair replacement company come in and sponsor you. So yeah. that's true. The uh, in the words of Will Ferrell's brother and stepbrothers, I haven't had a carb in five years. So. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I, I sounds terrible. I know, I know. It's you know, is what it is. It is what it is. All right, Joe, you've been very you gracious with your time. You're one of our favorites. Um, you're representing your your craft quite well. Um, I'm glad to hear that everybody's well in your family, that you're that you're at peak physical condition. You've just gotten Red Sox fans very exciting. Yeah. You're, about to, you're about to make a million dollars. So all of it, boom, there it is. Everything's coming up, Schreiber. Everything's coming up eight mile. Are you going to? That's right. Can we? I mean, yeah. you no, know, with, with Joe, like when he does the Johnny Leverage thing. Come on, hey, that's on you, man. That's you know. You you literally have said to his face that you'd rather be called Eight Mile than Johnny Leverage. Well, you're, you're too nice, though. I've you're, done my job. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Right. Well, listen, that's all right. Joking half is has his time. We we are are going with Eight Mile, and we can't wait to see you in spring training, if not before. Actually, we'll see you at Winter Weekend, right? Winter Weekend, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's and right. I'll Let's be. I'll probably be in Fort Myers, uh, you know, mid-January. So Ooh. if you're down there. Yeah. Ooh. Our, well, when a weekend, we put all these guys in one room. It's kind of like Big Brother. And yeah. and Gordo is so happy. He's like, you talk about, you want to know what the what the Red Sox fandom is? Like, just happy to be there. 
Gordo was thanking me for putting him in a room that his head was near an electrical outlet. So. <laughs> I was sleeping on the floor. It was a nice thin carpet, but my head was near an outlet so I could use my phone at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> could have been worse. Could have been worse, Gordo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have yet to right. have. Ooh. Oh, I that Go you have ahead. to have a normal experience in anything Red Sox related with any, but the first time me, Gordo, and Sammy met in person was winter weekend. So, hey, nice to meet you. So, who's got the floor? Like, it was one bed, four, four of us in a room. And then in Cooperstown, I was with Rob, and Rob pulls in the driveway with his very nice wife. And I walk up the driveway, you know, first time meeting Rob, bring him in the house. Hey, Coop, how's it going? I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. And I just went along with it. I was like, it's going good. I just escorted them in. <laughs> hey, so speaking of which, the last thing is, is speaking of winter weekend, Sammy, you have, you, I want you to tell John Schreiber, uh, John, like, do you drink? Uh, not too much. Okay, that's you okay. Know, okay, okay occasionally, maybe. But, hey, okay, uh, okay. Uh, I'm not saying like, the, just, you know, it's fine. But we had when we talk about Red Sox legends and advice we get from Red Sox legends in our world, there's really only one example. And I'm going to let Sammy tell it. He found it out from one of the Red Sox legends at Winter Weekend. Go ahead, Sammy. Yeah, so I'll I'll make it quick because this is incredibly embarrassing. But I'm not a I'm also not a big drinker. But Winter Weekend came around and, you know, I was like, why not? Long night. Much longer morning, was not feeling well. In fact, I felt awful. I almost didn't come to the morning segment. Uh, and then you get to meet uh, one current player and one legend. So I don't know who I'm meeting. I walk into the room. I see Tanner Houck. I'm like, oh, cool. <clears throat> don't puke. Feeling like crap. Meet Tanner Houck. And then my legend is Wade Boggs. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is perfect. <laughs> like, I can, I can turn this negative into a positive as I'm like chugging Gatorade. And so I asked him quietly because there were children around. I was like, Wade, I had a really long night last night. I feel like you're either the best or worst person to ask this, but like, how do you recover? And he kind of chuckles, looks around and he goes, scrambled eggs and chocolate milk. That was it. I got the (laughs) eggs and chocolate milk. So I got the, the, the greatest, beer drinker of all time gave me his personal hangover cure. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go a a little easier uh, this year, but a good memory, uh, although embarrassing from uh, my first winter weekend. So there you go. (laughs) That sounds like a bad combo. Chocolate milk and eggs. It sounds like it works. You know what? what, uh, The combination of steak and and 18 cans of cranberry sauce at, at, uh, at Thanksgiving isn't a good combo either, but it's effective. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, I appreciate your time. It's always a blast. Yeah, no problem. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.